0: first before getting into the content for the episode today, which I think is just amazing by the way. Today's content came from messages I received in the jungle, some very deep downloads that I received as global messages that I can break down into individual uses, ways that you can use these mystical truths to have more conscious experience of yourself. And, And I want you guys to know that when I receive these, I receive these as as vibrations I received them as energy so I received them in a very existential way like it was in a way that was different than hearing it or tasting it or touching it like it was just this it was a feeling of just knowing like all of a sudden there was this knowing and what I'm going to give you is is the auditory explanation I'm going to try to use words to articulate what I felt the experience that I had which is Always fractions. It's always fractions of percentages of, of the actual experience itself that you have when it's a vibration, when it's an energy. But it's so powerful. It's such a powerful message. And I want to see if I can at least attempt to convey it, to articulate it on this podcast episode in a way that will even give you a hint of what I experienced when I was given this message myself. But first, I want to remind everybody about the next class of the tribe that begins on September Fifth. This is going to be the last class I offered in 2022, brothers, and it may be the last class I offer for 2023 as well. We may not do another class next year because I have a few coaches that I've trained now that have come out of this class 001, and I want to do one more class for all of those of you who want to learn this methodology, who really want to know the way I guide For whatever reason, whether that's for your own business, whether that's for your own coaching business, you know, whether your own business working with coworkers or working with employees or your own coaching business. If you want to work with students, if you want to work with clients or even if you want to work at the academy or with the alpha male team, you know, the tribe is a certification course primarily and it's only open to eight students. And so this is the final class that I'm going to be opening for a while. I just want to keep it to those who really want to create a business with this work, who want to use it for a charitable or conscious donation way or to create wealth for yourself. Or if you have a desire to come on board and work with us on the alpha male team, if you want to hear more about the program, if you want to hear more about the tribe, you are invited to attend a webinar where you can ask all the questions you want. And I will provide more information on how the program works, how the tribe works and the opportunities available for you after completing the program. But to attend this webinar, you're going to have to go to the AlphaMaleCoach.com website and join the indomitable self-confidence newsletter because that will add your email to the list that we send the webinar invitations to which will also have the zoom link for you in there in that email so that you can attend that webinar live. Now do that immediately. Do this immediately because this webinar will be in August and you don't want to miss the invitation email. So do this right away no matter what day you're listening to this podcast episode, go to the alpha male coach.com and just sign up. It is not going to cost you anything. So whether or not you attend the webinar or not, it doesn't cost you anything to just join the newsletter. Go to the website, thealpha male and join the newsletter. That's number one. Number two, I want to announce that I am beginning the process of setting up a retreat center. Yes, we're doing it. We're doing it again. I'm going to, I'm going to set up a retreat center for running in person seminars and retreats. And this is the second time I've decided to take this path. You guys may remember. That the first time was a few years ago, and I let it go. I let that go for a couple reasons. That was in Arizona, and I let that go for a couple reasons. But now, once again, I have received the calling to establish a place that will be a gathering for alpha men to come and remember more of who they are while cultivating the power that we have. Brothers, there is a divinity within us, and this divinity is the reason we are here. It's to remember it as the foundation of ourself, and reveal more of that power through the reflection of experience that moves us towards more of who we are. I have found a place for building this retreat center, and if you want to donate anything to the building, you can do that by using the GoFundMe link in the show notes of this podcast episode. I know many, many of you have reached out to me in the past offering to provide a donation for the work that I put into this podcast, and I never had a way for you to do that before. I've always just offered that you enroll in the academy for a month and discover for yourself why $300 a month is nothing in comparison to the value and evolution you experience when you do the work that you're offered in the academy. However, even if $10 is all you want to offer right now for this project. That is perfect for what we are aiming to build. Any donation, all donations are appreciated. I'll talk more about this in future podcast episodes, and I'll give you some information about how you can put your donations to future retreat experiences. So if you make donations to the building of the retreat center, you can put those to experiences when you come out to a retreat. For now, I just want you to know that you can go to the link and offer anything you want as a conscious donation for the knowledge you've received from this podcast. Brothers, I will not advertise or have sponsors on this podcast. You guys know that. I've said that before. I'm not going to hit you guys with, you know, here's a break for our sponsors or any type of pauses in the content for for advertising. I'm not going to do that. However, I will always give you guys an opportunity to contribute to your brothers, to, to the brotherhood and your brothers in the future. Okay, my friends, let's get into the content for today. Let's talk about time travel. I will admit it is a fascinating title for the episode. First, I want to briefly talk about time itself. Brothers, time is always now. This is one of the most foundational pieces of information that is so important to understanding a lot of the alpha male methodology, a lot of the alpha male philosophy, the alpha male methodology, the alpha male philosophy, there's never anything except the now, the moment right here, this moment, this moment in time, the present, which always seems to be changing, right? It's always changing into something new, something different, something we call the future, the future is in front of us, but the future is never in front of us because there's never anything ever in front of us. There's always what's happening now. So we think the future is in front of us. We have this idea of the future, but it's only in the mind because it can never be in the now, which is the experience. It can only ever be in the what happens before the now, right? So it's always the future. That's always changing. It's becoming. The future is becoming the present and simultaneously the present becomes the past. It becomes something that happened Behind us, it's already happened, it's gone now. It's it seems to we have a memory of it because it's. It's happened. We can kind of we slightly remember what's already occurred, but it's not in the now either. It's now in the past. So the now is always happening, whereas the future and the past are never happening. They're always just in the mind. The now is here for us. We say the past is behind us and the future is in front of us as if we're living in a horizontal movement of time, a forward progression of time. It appears this way because we remember the past. Like I said, we remember what's happened, but we can't remember the future. We can't remember what hasn't happened. But neither of it is the truth. Both the past and the future are only ideas. They're only concepts. Everything in them are illusions. They are illusions because we can remember the past no differently than we can remember the future. Today, I'm going to teach you guys how to remember the future, how to think about time in a different way. So, you begin to remember the future. This is what the podcast will be about today learning how to remember what hasn't happened yet for the purposes of bringing into the present moment what hasn't happened through the remembering of it already happening. Now, time is eternal and all potentials of the eternal exist in the always present now, always unfolding now. Every moment is now. I've talked about it in space, in terms of space, a lot like a kaleidoscope where you turn the kaleidoscope and there's always a new shape, always a new geometric pattern that is perfect and different and always in that here it is, here it is, here it is, type of space. You're never gonna go back and get what was previous. And the next time you turn it will be something completely new and different than what was just before it. Space is the same, and that's why I use the term, that's why I use the example of a kaleidoscope because we've talked about space in a very similar way. Space is infinite, time is eternal. Okay, space is infinite, and all potentials of the infinite always exist in the present oneness, just like time is eternal and all potentials of time exist in the always-present now. So time and space are both a form of the all-oneness. It is a form of the all-oneness that the all-oneness takes so that it can experience itself in the realm of form. It is literally form. It is experiencing itself through the space that it provides for itself to appear and disappear to experience itself and time so that there can be a change in that space. There can be a manifestation and demanifestation. There can be an appearance and a disappearance that can only be experienced over time. That's why time and, and space go together. The all-oneness can experience itself in several different ways. It can experience itself as an energy, as a thought or an idea, and as, as in matter and form. But these are just a few of the ways that we understand in our current evolutionary paradigm. I'm sure there are many other ways that the all-oneness can experience itself. But in order for the all-oneness to experience itself in matter, in form, there must be a space for that form to materialize and there must be a function of change or time for there to be movement. This is a part of the perfection and the beauty of the all-oneness. This is how it has a perfection to it. This is, this is why we, have, we know that it must have intelligence to it because it is experiencing itself in these many different ways you can call them different dimensions if it's easier for you to understand that type of terminology in these different ways this dimension of energy this dimension of of cause this dimension of thought and of course this dimension of three this third dimension of form that is a part of the the perfection of it in this form at this level of our perception which is incredibly slow <laughs> that's what the brain is for the brain is to slow everything down so we can experience it through our vehicle through our body through our senses But At this level of our perception, we get to experience God, we get to experience the source, the universe, the beauty, the perfection, the all-oneness, whatever you want to call it, we get to experience it in the beauty of form, of nature, of solids, liquids, and gases. Here in the third dimension, we have the elements materialized air, fire, water, earth, materialized. You know that space is an ether from which the all-oneness manifests itself in different ways. Time is a part of the function of space. And since space is infinite and one, time is eternal and now. There cannot be a separation of time from space, nor can there be a separation from oneness and the now. Everything that has ever existed and will ever exist is here in the present, one, and now. In this moment, and in the all space that is here and in this now, time is stacked upon itself. It's a vertical thing, not a, not a moving horizontal function. The way we experience it as an unconscious animal, sort of that unconscious through the mind type living, through the mind of past, present, future. It is actually moving vertically. It is actually moving vertically where the past, the present, and future are all stacked upon themselves. The present is just the term that we have for the now However, we don't generally live in the present because in our minds is where we have our our ego, our personality, our beta condition. We put it all in the mind and then we live through the mind outside of the now in the past and in the future. Usually, there is always a comparison of the present to another point in time. That's where the ego comes in. Right? That's where the I, that's where the separation begins to experience itself. It will experience itself in a comparison of what is to what either what was or to what will be, forward to the future or backwards into the past, to use the terms applied to a horizontal understanding of time, (laughs) right? To say forward or backward. This is the comparison that brings us out of an alignment with our power because it pulls us back into the illusion of duality. And when I say illusion, I'm not talking about the holographic experience of the third dimension as a projection. I'm talking about the actual illusion that there is a separation between you and anything else you experience with your bodily senses, the third dimension is a projection. It's a projection of a movie, of a holograph onto a three-dimensional space so that that projection, that which is projecting, can experience what it's projecting as a projection through all its different potentials and forms. So space and time are linked in this illusion so that it in form can experience it in form. The illusion of space gives us a feeling of being disconnected from the all-oneness, right? So that we can be in separation. This is the experience that we have in ourselves through each other. We can be feel, we can be disconnected in form so that we get the feeling of being disconnected, remembering that we are connected. We get the experience of being disconnected and our remembrance of our connection is love. That's how we experience ourselves, the truth, the soul, the oneness. We experience it in love with each other. When we're in the illusion of disconnection, that's where we feel the disconnection and we judge. That's where judgment comes in. That's where comparison comes in. That's where all of the things come in. Rather than the soul's work, we have the shadow's work, right? the not-soul's work. That's the space. The illusion of time gives us a feeling of having to get somewhere in the all-oneness, right? Because The space is the separation, but the time is the destination, right? It has to do with there's somewhere better. It is the illusion that we are not already there, that we have to get somewhere, that we're not already everywhere all at once. This is experienced as a deep feeling of lack, a lack of trust, a lack of trust and a feeling of fear, fear of losing what we have, right? Which is what we have now and losing it. So it's fear coming from the past or fear of not having what it is we want, right? Something that we don't have, but we think we should have and that we're worried that we'll never get. So this fear is coming from the future. Desire and attachment. These two things can be attributed to space and things. However, I want to give you Today, a process for understanding this through time and how you can begin to let go of the fear and begin to trust that everything is happening for you right now in the space of infinite possibilities. Okay, so brothers, time is vertical, and all time and all space has already been hap- has already happened in infinite eternity in every moment. Whoa! Can you picture that? Can you picture what I just said there? Time is vertical. Time is just constantly overlapping on itself. It's always in the here and now. All time and all space has already happened. Everything has already happened in infinite potential of form an eternal potential of time. In every moment, everything is already happening. The infinite potential of that space you are occupying right now has been, is being, and will always be occupied by everything all at once. It appears that you have it now, and then as you move, as you move away from that particular point in three-dimensional space that it becomes empty, the truth is there's always everything there all at once. The emptiness is just the way our brain works to slow down vibration so we could experience separation, which is to experience the oneness that we are in everything else, in the slowness of experience. The divine particle is one particle existing at one time which appears for us as humans to be multiple places at constantly changing times, because everything all at once is too much for us to experience at this speed. Imagine all things existing in all places at all times. When you can begin to understand this as a thought, you're beginning to wake up to a clearer vision of what is actually happening. It begins with the idea of it and passes into the vibration or the experience of it, but first you just begin to understand it. Time is always now. Everything is always happening everywhere all at once because that is the reality. The reality is so fast, the vibrations are so fast they're moving in a way that they're not even, they don't even have the information to move because the information is in all places at all times. So it's not like little bits of matter. The little bits of matter in this level of vibration. But even those we can't see. Even those are invisible because of how fast they're moving. And brothers, because things are moving so fast, what's happening is our brain has to slow everything down so that our cells, the cells in our body, can begin to experience them in some way, either through lights, through our eyes, through vibration of sound in our ears, through the taste buds in our nose, or the olfactory senses of our nose, or the taste buds in our mouth, or or the, or even just the feeling in our fingertips in our body, like the feeling that we get from our environment, everything is being slowed down to this point of almost a stop. And we're looking at it, we're observing it as if it were what is, but it's not what is. It's only what we're perceiving, so that we can perceive ourselves, <laughs> so that we can perceive ourselves, and so that we can perceive each other. And when we perceive ourselves and each other, and all the other things that are happening around ourselves and each other, we begin to perceive potential. We begin to perceive the vibration. We begin to walk through it and experience it with the other realm, which is the realm of cause, the realm of thought that layers opinion, that layers potential, that layers possibility upon us for us to choose, for us to decide, for us to, to determine. That is, it always has been the power because the power brings us back to who we are. And we've, when we've experienced everything, when we've, we achieved karmic balance, then we have then we can celebrate. And now here is the message. Here's the message I received from the jungle. I'm going to pass on the message first, and then I'm going to give you some examples that you can work on individually because it always comes back to the universal truth. And I know you guys can hear the universal truth of what I'm saying. When you layer on that realm of cause, that realm of thought, when you layer on that realm of vibration, that feeling, those emotions that come from those thoughts, and when you layer it on to where it begins to slow down, that we're taking action, that we're fulfilling movement, that we're moving these slow. I mean, our bodies move so slow relative to the astral realm, relative to the Realm of vibration. It's like watching plants grow. Like like we think plants grow super slow, right? Like we look at a plant, look at a flower, look at grass. Like man, that is growing so slow. It's taking forever for this to grow. At their level, they're probably thinking, we're moving so fast, we're probably moving so fast they can't even see us, right? Because something that would be moving, if we were moving at the rate that they're moving, the thing that would be moving at the rate that we're moving relative to the way they're moving, would be moving so fast, we probably wouldn't be able to see it. It'd be like spaceships, right? Spaceships flying through the air. They're they're moving so fast, they're outside the the speed, the speed of of us being able to see it. Because at some point, brothers, I'm not sure if you knew this, things can move so fast, they simply disappear, That's the vibration that I'm talking about. And for plants, for things that grow very slow, think about geology. Think about rocks, right? Think about some of these inorganic things that have been here for millennia relative to their movements, and they are moving. The earth is moving. The earth is a thing. It has life. It's moving right it has a body the body of rock the body of the shift of of the blood that's underneath it like it's still a body it's still a a function of of energy it's a function of information right so it's still conscious brothers. And as it moves, even its movements, the movement of the rocks. Think about how slow the rocks move. We are moving so fast relative to the to the shifting of the of the plates of the earth, right? It's it's so wild to think that just because we perceive the world this way that this is the way that it is. There's such a faster vibration of things happening all around us layered on top of this realm of form that we can perceive. That is the vibrational realm, the realm of energy, the astral realm, and faster than that even is the causal realm. I've talked to you guys about this before, but here's the thing, because it all comes back to the universal truth and the framework of the model of alignment, in the jungle what I was given was the gift of experiencing these truths on a deeper level than cause, a deeper level than thought and understanding and idea. I was given the gift of receiving them through experiencing, through the level of vibration, through the level of energy, and I got to feel them, brothers. It was a much magical experience than to just know it than to have an idea, to experience this thought. It was so powerful. It was a part of the eternal, infinite potential of the all-oneness. And I received this message that everything has already happened and that we can all celebrate our victory. We can celebrate everything. Now, that is the sentence, right? That is the words that I heard that were spoken over and over again in different ways, all saying the same thing. But what I felt was the message that I'm about to offer you. And it's like that movie, Arrival. I don't know if you guys have seen this one with the aliens and the language, you know, the language that is in circles comes in art, like they blow it in smoke and it comes in the circles and they came and they came back in time to offer a way to save humanity in order for humanity to save them later. So wow, this time traveling, I'm not sure if you've seen that movie and I don't want to spoil it any more than I probably already have. But basically I was told through this vibration that we have already won brothers, our species has already won because time Has already happened. Everything has already happened. We've solved all the problems we think we have. We've solved the problems of global warming. We've solved the problems of war. We have achieved world peace. We've solved the problems of getting basic survival needs to all the humans of the world. We have ended starvation. We've ended disease. We've ended homelessness. We've ended poverty. We have transcended the archaic need for wealth because our consciousness has reached a state of abundance in our resources and in our services. We've done it, brothers. We've done it. Every problem you can ever perceive that we've experienced as a human being has been solved. More powerfully than that, we have a tool for solving any problem we encounter at this level of experience, at this level of the way we experience existing now. It is called time travel and has nothing to do with moving forward or backward on a horizontal time scale. When we celebrate our victories in the past, we are using the minds to give as a feeling that rewards a circumstance that has already occurred. So we do this as a way to remember our efforts and successes. And I think we also do this intuitively to teach us that when we think and feel a certain way, we will manifest more of that same experience. I think we know this at the soul level. And we've forgotten this at the level of the cells, or we've forgotten this at the level of the brain. So our soul is celebrating, not for the past, but for the future, to manifest or attract more of the same, whatever it is that it's celebrating of, some some victory, some accomplishment, some achievement. And as we continue to experience more of our power as a soul of light, having a three-dimensional experience, one of the things, we will learn is how to celebrate our victories in the future. Instead of the victories of the past, we'll learn to celebrate the victories of the future because we can remember the future. This is the message that came from the jungle. Celebrate what you want to have happen and the celebration will be the experience of it already happening. Through the experience of celebration, it will be complete In thought, first, belief, second, and behavior, third. This is what I experienced as a feeling, as a vibration. We've already done it. It's already happened, brothers. We've already won. We did it, okay? (laughs) We've done it. Like, celebrate. Yes, we did it. We don't need to worry or doubt or fear or stress or be mad or angry or judgmental or resentful or controlling or any of that. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to do any of that right now because all we need to do is be in a state, a state of celebration. When we are in a state of celebrating the future that hasn't happened yet, we are literally time traveling to the place that it has happened and bringing that into our present experience. We are essentially celebrating what hasn't happened and that celebration will draw, be what draws the purpose of the celebration into the present. Once we are celebrating, the purpose of the celebration is already in the past. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's kind of like being grateful for having whatever it is you have wanted. And then the gratitude of having the thing is what manifested in your life. You feel the feeling first instead of waiting for the thing to happen. So you give yourself permission to feel the feeling, just like feeling the feeling for the sake of feeling it. You feel the feeling, you feel the vibration. And that's the vibration that manifests. That's the vibration that attracts. It's kind of like that with the addition of action, which is the celebration so check this out let's use world peace as an example first of all brothers, do you even believe that world peace is possible? Do you believe that we can have a planet that doesn't have nations warring against each other? Do you believe it's possible for all the nations of the world to completely disarm their war machines? And I'm talking about all nations, even the small nations, even the tribal nations, even the indigenous nations. I'm talking about a complete and total end to war and killing and murder and everything. A planet that has no need for weapons of war, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. It's wild. It's a wild idea. Do you believe it's even possible? If you don't believe it's possible, then that's okay. And it is the reason why it still isn't here because there are going to be people that don't believe it's possible but it will be that way because it hasn't happened yet and we know that it hasn't happened as far as we know it hasn't happened yet and because it hasn't happened yet it must happen in order for the all one is to experience itself unless maybe it has happened in the past and somehow the war machine was created and now we have to experience the other but it seems like we'd be moving towards evolution not de-evolution so in my mind the way i understand it that has never happened. And it's something we're moving towards. It has happened, at least the potential outcome of experience, it has happened, which means it will happen. Brothers, this is an important side note. If something is going to become a reality in form, it has to be a reality at the level of cause and the level of vibration first. So if you want world peace, if that's something you want, you have to believe it is possible in your mind. You have to believe it is possible in your emotions. Anything you want. That I know that that's like at a big scale, right? How about cryptocurrency? I don't know if you guys are into or not into Cryptocurrency. I'm going to use that an example because if you want cryptocurrency to be the next form of money exchange, you have to believe in your mind that it's possible, and you have to believe in your emotions that it's possible. You have to have the vibrations that this is possible. It's not something you just wish or hope or dream of, because it will be this that drives actions and behavior. The T line and the F line will always drive the A line. If you want to experience something, anything in the third dimension, like if you really want to, then you have to think it's possible with the mind. It has to begin in the mind. And then you have to believe it's possible with your energetic vibrations. This has been the case. This is always will be the case for big things and for little things. Now, let's say you do believe it's possible. Let's say you do believe world peace is possible. You've thought about it. You've envisioned it as a functional way humans can experience themselves and each other in the realm of form. You're like, okay, I can see it happening. I can imagine a circumstance. I can imagine a world where all human beings get along. You've come to an understanding of it logically and rationally. The thought became an idea and the idea became a believable vision as a fully formed concept and a structured possibility. And so once that happened, once it has fulfilled, once it's fulfilled that realm, like you've pulled it out of that infinite potential of cause, then you start to feel it. When you thought about it, it was an idea. You thought about a potential for world peace you started to feel it as its possibility and you start to experience it as a vibration as an energy that transmits from you from your heart and radiates out from you as you form the vision in your mind and you hold on to that vision you turn it from a possibility to a probability it becomes more real it becomes like oh i can i can sense this like i i know that this is there I know that this is right in front of me. The more you vibrate it, the more you experience it in your body, the more it becomes a knowing. It's no longer a thought or an idea of something that's possible. It becomes a knowing of something that is. When we are time traveling, this is where we're we're doing it because here is when the time traveling can happen. And this is, again, what the jungle told me is instead of waiting for the result to occur so we can celebrate the victory, we just celebrate it now. And that victory, that celebration, becomes the catalyst for the actions to bring the reason for the celebration. When we celebrate having achieved world peace, it is that celebration that lets all of humanity know that world peace has been achieved. Once all of humanity knows that world peace has been achieved, there's no longer the fear of a nation going to war with another nation. Look, brothers, most of the time when we're asked, what is the purpose of a military, what do we answer? I mean, I was in the military. Why did we join the military? Like, why? Why? Serve our nation. But why? How do we serve it? in defense. We have a military for defense. What do we need defense for? We need defense in case another another nation wants to come in and take what we have, right? Like that's the defense. That's what the military's for. It's the defend. Now it's to go into attack. It seems like we're going to attack quite a bit, but it's really we what people say we, we're supposed to be defending, right? That's the thing. That's the, defend our borders. That's what the DOD does, Department of Defense. Okay. Once we all know world peace has been established, like let's say we, ha- we know this, we have this, we, everybody's announced this, we're celebrating this, as a real thing that's occurred. Once we all know it's been established and we take it that is a fact, like the earth is round is a fact, like the sun sets in the west is a fact, like English is the most common language spoken in the US, that's a fact. When we have these kinds of facts and we know and believe that world peace has been established, it's in a fact that no nation will ever use war or death or killing or weapons as a form of disagreement with another nation, Right? When we really know this, brothers, I'm talking about know this to be 100% true, then there will be no need for a military. There's no need to defend against anything. We're not afraid of anything, right? So we celebrate the end of war. For the first time in history of man, we move into an era of peace and we celebrate this. And it hasn't happened yet, but it has happened, because everything has already happened. So we choose to celebrate it now, before it happens. And this celebration alerts everyone to the idea of it, the possibility of it, to the potential of it, to the probability of it, to the inevitability of it. This is the celebration that was meant to happen after the achievement of world peace. However, in order for world peace to be achieved, it had to happen before the achievement of world peace. We were required to experience the result as a result, so that the actions could be taken and this is the future of how we will understand and work with time this is how i downloaded and received from the source how we will learn how to experience time differently and learn how to manifest our future by remembering our future this is called remembering the future brothers we will manifest our future by remembering our future and celebrating the accomplishments that we've achieved before they had occurred which will bring those accomplishments from the future to the present give it a shot i want to offer like just try it i hope you're not just listening to this podcast that you're actually working with this stuff you're doing something with this so that you can experience this in your own lives like this is all this all this stuff works it works brothers this is what i teach it's i mean we have this is why they have testimonials this is why there are people in the academy give it a try give this a try in your own life what do you want to accomplish? What, what is it that you want to experience in your life? It can be anything. Pick something. In August in the academy, we're going to be working on finding your purpose, right? August is purpose month. So maybe it has to do with that. Maybe you want to determine your purpose and meet your beloved or buy your first house or something, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Just choose something. So first, you choose it. And what do you do? You think about it. Think about it. The first step is to draw the infinite potential from the realm of cause, the realm of all possibility. This is accomplished by finding the thought that brings it into potential form, the sentence that makes it real. Bitcoin is the international currency. That sentence, I pulled it from the realm of cause. It was there, waiting. It always had the potential. It had the potential 100 years ago, 200 years ago, before anybody knew what Bitcoin was, that sentence existed in the realm of cause. Because in the realm of cause, everything exists in its potentiality, in its possibility. So it was always there. But now Bitcoin is something. And we understand it too through the words international currency, because of what it is. So I can pull it out. I can say, okay, I'm going to choose this. Nations on planet Earth never go to war with each other right? I can pull that out. Jenna is my, is my wife. I've met my beloved. I own my own house. All of these are sentences. They all begin as sentences, fragments of possibility from the infinite and eternal potential of cause. Choose the sentence. Choose the thought that you want to experience in your life. Now, begin to put your intention into it. Put your will into it, your purpose, your power of knowing it to be true. This is as simple as taking the action of deciding you got to decide, brothers. I decide this thought is true. I proclaim this idea to be real. I know this is true. I make the intentional decision to believe the sentence. It isn't just a wish. It's not a hope. It's not a dream. It's not a goal. I believe it to be true here and now. Third, bring the wave of vibration that adds movement to the manifestation. Now that you have the thought you want to believe and you put your intention into believing it with your will and knowing power— The next step is to feel the outcome of your thought in manifestation. What does it feel like to have a deflationary currency that ends secrecy, fraud, and economic extremes? What does it feel like? How would your body be vibrating when all the nations of the world disarm from their war machines, when there is nothing to fear from each other, when all the humans on the planet have no fear of scarcity, have no fear of not having, and can live in love with each other? How does that feel? How would that feel? How would your body feel? At a more individual level, how would it feel for you when the woman that of your dreams is your wife? How would you vibrate? What energy would you feel when you own your own house? To bring the vibration into what means, what is, the now, you've added the feeling of the thought, the idea being a part of the realm of form. It means you've now experienced the thought as a reality. Because the only reality we actually experience is the reality of vibration. It's the reality of emotion. So now you've given yourself the experience of having done. And at this point, brother, this is when you get to make that time travel. This is when you get to take that time Instead of making an action to make the thought a reality, you simply celebrate it already being a reality. That's what the time travel is. It's remembering the future, celebrating the future, celebrating the future as if it were a memory. Celebrate it all now and the celebration becomes the result. The thing is done. The thing is done. Remember it the same way you remember the past. It is done in the future as if it were in the past. On a large scale, look, brothers, if we all decided, if we all decided as a species to celebrate world peace, then we would have it. It would be done. Why? Because as I said before, if we were all in the state of celebration over world peace being achieved, then we all have already accepted that it has been achieved. The very acceptance of a thing being achieved is enough for it to have been achieved. When we all accept world peace as a real thing, it becomes a real thing. We are waiting for it to happen so that we can celebrate it. And I'm offering that if we celebrate it now, then we will already have it. This is true of cryptocurrency as well. Well, we have all decided this will be the new currency it will be that has always been how we've determined the value of money we the value of money is determined with belief currency is only valuable based on the belief we give it as a species gold is a metal silver is a metal diamonds are gems they are rocks these are just things that we give value to money is an idea we give value to it and we don't even have a gold standard anymore, brothers. Like, it's not even weighed against anything. It's, it's backed by the, the faith of the, of the governments. You know, these are just ideas we have. The dollar is an idea. The peso is an idea. The euro is an idea. The yen is an idea. It's just an idea. When we as a species decide we want a new idea, <laughs> a new currency, and believe it is the currency we want, and we give it value, then it will be that way. However, it has to be a full belief. It has to be in full, right? It can't be in parts, it can't be a wish. It can't be a hope. It can't be an, oh, it would be a nice thing if type of thing. We have to believe that this is what we will use as a currency and no longer use anything else than it will be. For some people, that is how it is. They are living fully on cryptocurrency. Others have one foot in and one foot out. Most humans are still working with currency of the na- their nation. They're still working with their currency, their own currency. So we can't celebrate yet. We still Have time until world peace and deflationary currency become a part of our experience in this realm of form. But in your individual life, you can begin to work this magic immediately. With collective consciousness, it takes more time because it takes more minds to bring the potential of possibility into form. With your own life, it's quite a bit easier because it's all about you, brother. So you want to marry that girl? You want to marry that girl. Okay, you know it, right? So first, choose the thought. Second, put your intention to it. Third, bring the energy to it. Add the vibrations. And then what? Celebrate. Celebrate. Why? Because it's done. And now you get to time travel and bring the future to the present. It's already done. You've already married her, right? You've already married her. You've got the thought that you believe. You've put your will into the idea. You felt the vibrations of the experience. It's time to act as if it's already done. It's time to celebrate. Brothers, this is the part where gratitude and release comes into the thought uploads. It's a form of trust. It is a very powerful message because it reminds us that it's all happening for us and that we have nothing to fear. This is the message that allows us to experience time in a completely different way. This is the message that allows us to experience the future through memory. We can remember the future, brothers. We have the ability once we wake up from the dream of forgetting. We're only forgetting the future. It's a dream. It's an illusion. It's the unconsciousness. When we're conscious, we remember the future and we bring it into the present through its remembrance, through its, through knowing it. We just through knowing it. We know it. We celebrate it. We have that ability because it's all right there. We can wake up. This is a part of us evolving into more of who we are. We are the soul of light. We are the power of divine love. These are the kinds of tools that you will learn to use for yourself in the academy and you will learn to use with others when you are developing your guiding skills in the tribe. We have this power. We are this power. We can all wake up in this life and remember why we came here. Remember that life is sacred. We are not here for no reason. We are all moving towards the experiencing of our soul, the experiencing of the self. Look, brothers, if you want to learn more how to guide people using this methodology, enroll in the final class of the tribe which is going to be for the next 15 months. I probably will not get another tribe rolling out until 2024. So get in. This is going to be your last opportunity for the next 15 months. Now is the time, if this is what you're seeking, if you want to learn how to guide, if you want to learn how to coach, this is the time to do it. If you're seeking to be a coach, even if you just want to use this information with your kids, your employees, don't wait until 2024. Reach out to me for the tribe now. And until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha.